So the big question is this, how do people like us who have belief systems embedded in our subconscious mind by the age of six, belief systems that create our experiences, affect how we feel, who we are and how we behave, how do we strip our layers that are limiting and expand into success? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Kate Astle and welcome to The Strip. Today I wanted to start by talking about my morning. So today I'm recording on a Sunday and quite often on a Sunday I will do some exercise, yoga, and then I spend the rest of my day doing activities to get ready for my week. Sometimes that includes things like grocery shopping, meal prepping and planning, recording this podcast, and doing lots of other business activities. I'm the type of person that loves to plan. I love my to-do list. I love to sit in that masculine energy and get things done. This morning, I took a different approach. One of my goals at the moment is to incorporate more movement into my day. So today when I got up, instead of doing something intense, like what I have been doing is going for a run. Running isn't something that I would say I'm particularly good at or that I enjoy that much, but I set myself a goal this year to run a half marathon. I chose that for a couple of reasons, but the biggest one is to overcome that voice in my head when it tells me to stop. When you physically train, your mind usually gives up before your body does. So I wanted to overcome that. But today, instead of going for my run, I went and set up my yoga studio. I got a coffee and I went for a walk before I had to start teaching the class. I then came back, taught the class And there was a beautiful energy in this morning's class. It was very nurturing, very soft, very feminine. Sat in that energy for the entirety of the class. And then at the end, I decided to go for another walk. So this time I walked a popular track in Dubbo, New South Wales, around the River Loop. So in going for this walk, I was prioritizing this movement. But what I was also doing was creating space. Sometimes when I sit in that masculine energy that's constantly go, constantly do, you know, checking my to-do list, planning, working out what's the next step in business, how am I going to, you know, grow my audience, sell my products and services, create my content, tell my stories. Honestly, the list is endless. I sit in that space so often though because I love it. I enjoy it. I love creating and thinking of new ways in which I can impact people's lives for the better, making them healthier, making them happier. But in sitting in this energy constantly, I don't often create space. And sometimes in creating space, you welcome in new opportunities, new thoughts, new ways of thinking, new perspectives, and you actually get more done than what you would have sitting in that masculine energy like you normally do. So this morning when I went for my walk, I put on a new podcast, one that I hadn't listened to previously, and walked the River Loop. So the River Loop is somewhere that I also go quite regularly. It's where I usually go to run to get my kilometers in for my training. And sometimes I find this loop gets monotonous. 
I was also talking to my partner a couple of weeks ago about how we can attach an emotion to a physical place. So when walking around the river loop or previously going around the river loop, listening to the playlist that I always listen to when I run, when a certain song comes on or when I reach a physical location, if I had been there previously and I had felt like I was really struggling with the run mentally or physically, you'll get that trigger to remind you of that time. And then I started thinking if this happens over and over and over again, just like any experience we go through in life, we start to tell ourselves stories and after a while those stories turn into beliefs. So I started to question myself after running this river loop this many times listening to the same playlist, am I creating a belief that every time I reach this certain spot, I'm going to struggle? So this morning when I went to the river loop, instead of listening to my same playlists, the same songs, and just on a side note, for anyone that uses Spotify and listens to the top 50, I swear that playlist has not changed one song in like two or three months because I play it and it's the same stuff over and over again. But that's a totally different conversation. Today I put on a new podcast, something that I had never listened to previously. There is a girl that I follow on Instagram and I love her reels. I love her content. She talks about business. She talks about influences and she talks about how to grow and expand, I suppose, your business and your influential status on socials. I find her content very engaging and anyway, today I... Uh, jumped onto Instagram over to her page and I knew she had a podcast because she's made reference to it in her reels previously. So I jumped on Spotify, put her podcast on and started to go for my walk, not my run around the river. I got probably two kilometers into this five and a half K loop and it's like my mind expanded like my awareness of my mind and my thoughts, it's like there was just this restriction or this rubber band around my brain. And then I got to this point and I felt everything let go and my mind expanded and I got so much clarity around what I'm needing to be doing in business and how I'm going to progress moving forward. And this is something that I have not experienced in the last couple of months because I've been so focused and dedicated to my existing plan and my existing to-do list that I just didn't have that expanded consciousness around what was next. So for the remainder of my walk, two kilometers in all the way up until my five and a half K point, I probably planned out after I write this down, it's probably going to plan out the remainder of this year in terms of what I'll be doing in business. I put up a quick story on my Instagram to say that any business owners, if you are currently feeling stuck in what you're doing, if you feel stuck for thoughts, for ideas, for content, for where you're going or what your next direction needs to be, go for a walk, create space, give yourselves the opportunity to welcome in new thoughts and new ideas through this space that you've taken. One of the biggest things that my clients come to me with is is their struggle to manage their time or their struggle to be able to complete all of the tasks that they need to in their business while still enjoying their personal life and any other hobbies that they may have. My advice for you today is to drop your to-do list and go for a walk, create space and see what happens.
after my experience this morning, creating space is something that I want to build into my day, my week, my month. I want it to become a habit. And on that, today I want to talk to you about habits and 18 tricks to make new habits stick. If you've seen my socials recently, I have just launched a 21 Days to Healthy Habits. This 21-day program is $21. So for a dollar a day and as little as 15 minutes in your morning, you can transform your routine with healthy, sustainable habits for a happier life. Launching this program is something that I am super excited about. Our habits shape who we are, and though I admit forming positive habits isn't always easy, like I've spoken about, depending on whether they are healthy habits or bad habits, the habits determine if we're going to be happy or unhappy, healthy or unhealthy, tired or well-rested, strong or weak. The power of habits is far-reaching. Habits shape our attitudes, our actions, and our decision-making abilities, and they affect every aspect of our lives. With my 21-day program, you can do this by yourself or you can practice with your family. The idea about this journey, though, is that you enjoy it. You enjoy creating these new, healthy habits that are sustainable. So even after the 21 days, There's something that you can continue doing and something that you can build into your morning routine. Each daily practice contains a journal prompt, a gratitude practice, an activity, and some sort of movement, including yoga. And today, just for the listeners of The Strip, I'm going to talk you through day one of Healthy Habits. The journal prompt is, where and when do I feel most empowered? The gratitude practice is to write down three things that you are grateful for. The activity is to create a menu of happiness. This is where you write a list of 20 or more things that you can do that don't cost you a lot of money or time to fill your cup. They can include things like breathwork, yoga, or listening to your favorite song or podcast. And the movement for day one is going for a walk outside. All of these activities can be done within 15 minutes. I wanted to create something where you don't have to dedicate a full hour or a lot of time to because as my clients tell me all the time, they are time poor. As I've spoken about previously in other podcasts, we all have 24 hours in a day. We get to choose how we spend that 24 hours. And this is where I'm asking you to choose healthy habits as one of those priorities. 15 minutes with the family or by yourself, watch how your attitudes, actions, and decision-making abilities change throughout the 21 days. For more information, I have added a link in the show notes. So 18 tricks to make new habits stick. Wouldn't it be nice to have everything just run on autopilot? We can have chores, exercise, eating healthy, getting your work done if it just all happened automatically. This is unlikely though, and all your work isn't going to just disappear overnight. If you program behaviors like new healthy habits, you can take out the struggle. With a small amount of discipline initially, you can create a new habit that requires little effort to maintain. So here are 18 tips for you to create new healthy habits and make them stick. The first one is to commit to a time frame. 
Three to four weeks is all the time you need to make a habit automatic. If you can make it through the initial conditioning phase, it becomes much easier to sustain. A month is a good block of time to commit to a change since it easily fits in your calendar. Number two, make it daily. Consistency is critical if you want to make a habit stick. If you want to start exercising, go to the gym every day for your first 30 days. Going a couple times a week will make it harder to form the habit. Activities you do once every few days are trickier to lock in as habits. Number three, start simple. Don't try to completely change your life in one day. It is easy to get over-motivated and take on too much. Talking from experience. If you wanted to study two hours a day, first make the habit to go for 30 minutes and build on that. Number four, remind yourself. Around two weeks into your commitment, it can be easy to forget. Place reminders to execute your habit each day or you might miss a few. If you miss time, it defeats the purpose of setting a habit to begin with. Number five, stay consistent. The more consistent your habit, the easier it will be to stick. If you want to start exercising, try going at the same time to the same place for your 30 days. When cues like time of day, place and circumstances are the same in each case, it is easy to stick. Number six, get a buddy. Find someone who will go along with you and keep you motivated if you feel like quitting. Number seven, form a trigger. A trigger is a ritual you might use right before executing your habit. If you want to wake up earlier, this could mean waking up in exactly the same way each morning. If you wanted to quit smoking, you could practice snapping your fingers each time you felt the urge to pick up a cigarette. Number eight, replace lost needs. If you are giving up something in your habit, make sure you are adequately replacing any needs you've lost. If watching television gave you a way to relax, you could take up meditation or reading as a way to replace that same need. Number nine, be imperfect. Don't expect all your attempts to change habits to be successful immediately. Number 10, use but. When you start to think negative thoughts, use the word but to interrupt it. I'm no good at this, but if I work at it, I might get better later. Number 11, remove temptation. Restructure your environment so it won't tempt you in the first 30 days. Remove junk food from your house, cancel your Foxtel subscription, throw out the cigarettes so you won't need to struggle with willpower later. Number 12, associate with role models. Spend more time with people who model the habit you want to mirror. You become what you spend time around. Number 13, run it as an experiment. Withhold judgment until after a month has passed and use it as an experiment in behavior. Experiments can't fail. They just have different results, so it will give you a different perspective on changing your habit. Number 14, swish, a technique from NLP. Visualize yourself performing the bad habit. Next, visualize yourself pushing aside the bad habit and performing an alternative. Finally, end that sequence with an image of yourself in a highly positive state. See yourself picking up the cigarette, see yourself putting it down and snapping your fingers. Finally, visualize yourself running and breathing free. Do it a few times until you automatically go through the pattern before executing the old habit. Number 15, write it down. 
A piece of paper with a resolution on it isn't that important. Writing that resolution is. Writing makes your ideas more clear and focuses you on your end result. Number 16, know the benefits. Familiarize yourself with the benefits of making a change. Get books that show you the benefits of regular exercise. Notice any changes in energy levels after you take on a new diet. Imagine getting better grades after improving your study habits. 17. Know the pain. You should also be aware of the consequences. Exposing yourself to realistic information about the downsides of not making a change will give you added motivation. And lastly, 18. Do it for yourself. Don't worry about all the things you should have as habits. Instead, tool your habits towards your goal and the things that motivate you. Weak guilt and empty resolutions aren't enough. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. Check the show notes to links to information from today's conversation. And if you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at kateastle underscore on Instagram and send through a direct message. As always, stay true to you.